Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Get on the grid. Welcome to Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci, and of course, we're throwing it down with our partner in crime, the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. And I got to tell you, Cam, you and I have done shows under every circumstance known to mankind. I've done shows in parks. I've done shows in arenas. I've done shows in strip clubs. I've done shows in barns, golf courses. (laughs) I mean, hell, you and I did a show uh, once uh, before in an ice cream uh, parlor. (laughs) All right? So... Yeah. In a deli. Remember, Cardinal, what the hell are you guys doing in a deli anyways? Yeah, what are you in a deli? Why are you guys doing a show in a deli? Yeah, here's like the machine. Uh, we're, doing it a, we're doing it in a soft serve shop. That's true, Gabe. We've known each other long enough. We did shows during SARS and now COVID-19. Nobody stops us, buddy. The show must go on. Yeah, you know what? Um, yeah, we, I guess I was going to say this is our first pandemic, but no, we've done, uh, we've got, we've done pandemics uh, before. Mm-hmm. So listen, it is, it is what it is. Stay safe, uh, Cam. Yeah, um, um, it's a crazy time. Everybody tuning in right now, stay safe. We're going to try to get you through this and do as much content as we can uh, throughout uh, this uh, this coronavirus situation. And unfortunately, it might uh, go on for uh, for for a little while. And you know, Cam, I was thinking, even you know, the best case scenario we were thinking before basically was sports comes back in June, right? Then all right, we'll sort of get a sense of normalcy back in June. To be honest with you, I think that's a little premature uh, right now. As we see, um, the it's it's still going to peak, right? Like we're we're still we're 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 not into the eye of the storm yet uh, with this thing. Doesn't mean the sports won't come back, and we do have a little bit of a timeline. As South Korea, Cam, as you know, was hit by coronavirus before we were, and the South Korean Basketball League is coming back this weekend. Thank God. Awesome. Uh, better yeah, you better get uh, up on this. For me, listen. <laughs> I've already been betting on the South Korean League for years, for years. I hope it's not rigged anymore because <laughs> no, it used to be. <laughs> you're right, buddy. Uh, yeah, some of these shady sports out there, it's crazy. Uh, they closed down a lot of the tra- uh, tracks for gambling, but the horses are still running. I'm watching as we, you know, Tampa Bay Tampa, down. From what I understand, mm-hmm. Northfield, Northfield was up and running last night. Those guys <laughs> won't close in a nuclear war. Like no. Northfield, they're, they're like, nah, we're not closing. Like, it's almost worth, Gabe, the trip to Ohio for me and you to go to Northfield because we get seven hours of entertainment. They're running at a, yeah. one in the morning. They're like, hey, guys, don't worry. It's race 17. We got you covered. No, Northfield is a real bang for your buck. And, uh, yeah, the tracks, I guess, are I, – I would have to believe. You got to think about this stuff other than crazy soccer leagues and the globe. And you talked about the South Korean Basketball League. All the degenerates out there are picking up horse racing. So, uh yeah, it's uh, probably a good thing for the sport. There's, a, there's only a couple of countries that are still open for business right now, guys. Russia is still open for business. Um, yeah, Russia, Russia is doing their thing right now, yet we don't know for much longer. Turkey is hanging on as well. Turkey had a couple of soccer games going on the other day. But South Korea's basketball league is going to be back in business. So we'll definitely be breaking that down. The old Seoul Thunder. Um Incheon. I uh, it's been listen, <laughs> as you guys know, I had a problem, right? Yeah. So, you know, Cam Cam Warmick, he's like, dude, you gotta stop betting on South Korean basketball yeah. at, at three in the morning. And I think he's he's right about that, but now everybody's gonna have to. But my point is it, it, they shut down for about six weeks. It was a little more than a month um for them. Now they're back, so it sort of goes, you know, it's, but they combated it much better than we are right now, right? They actually attacked this stuff. Uh, we, we did not, uh, on the other hand, which is unfortunate. Um, but they don't have any fans. No fans are going to be allowed back. And I think that's, that's the best case scenario for us as well, that we'll get these, some of these leagues back. Maybe let's, I'm thinking July now, to be honest. But there won't be any fans allowed. Like, put it this way. There's no fans at the NBA playoffs. There's NBA playoffs. Cam, you no. can't, like, fight a virus and then suddenly say just because the calendar changes, oh, it's okay now. We're going to put 22,000 people in a building together. 
it's gonna it's gonna brew again. We're gonna have no choice but to really sort of self isolate for a while. But it doesn't mean that they can't play. They'll be able to play, but there's not gonna be fans, Cam. No, I agree with that, and I remember. Uh, it was hilarious, and we, you and I were doing the show, and hockey was talking about like the end of March, early April. It's like, whoa, whoa, guys! Like, I don't think you understand what's going on here. Maybe August type of thing, like the, it'll go into the next season. You know, that, these are things that are going to happen, Gabe. But we got content for the people. Lots of things are happening in the NFL. I could tell you one thing: that league has not slowed down. It's absolutely crazy in the in the free agent period, and. I'll give you a lot of credit for uh, one thing. We picked uh, we picked a couple winners, give ourselves the Barry Horowitz on the back. But remember when Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay was 14 to 1 at one point, and then it went to minus 150? Hell, that's a line move. And uh, you know what? You said it might have happened. And they offered him the kitchen sink, the house, the yard, everything, man, the guest house. It's kind of crazy stuff, Gabe. But imagine getting it at 14 to 1. And it's interesting. I was looking around too. Obviously, on my books, they taken some NFL off, but Circa and Vegas, they had over/under wins totals. And before the Hopkins stuff, I was thinking, wow, I like Arizona over to begin with, and I would have taken the Patriots under. Those are two teams that I probably targeted. The minute this stuff comes back, click, 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 click. Well, you're exactly right, uh, Cam, and it's going to be interesting. Especially, we'll get into it. So you've got you got Tom Brady and Tampa, fourteen to one. We we talked about it quite often, actually. Uh, about how it was a good fit. And a lot some people roll their eyes at it. Ah, he's not going to Tampa. But if you really break it down, um, you've got Bruce Arians, who's a veteran coach, True. doesn't have a lot of time left either. If there's a guy that's only got a couple of years, Bruce Arians isn't concerned five years from now, all right? Like he's, you know, he's older. He had a heart attack. He's got heart issues. He's a hothead. Like that's why he couldn't deal with Jameis Winston. It was almost like bad for his health uh, type of situation. Like he can't, like, that's the bit, always been the thing with Bruce Arians, Cam. Going back, I remember in Arizona, who were his quarterbacks all the time, bro? Carson Palmer. Mer Even when Mer Carson Palmer went Mer down. Warner? Drew Stanton. Drew Stanton. You know what I mean? Like, he rather is a guy that's actually been around. And that's why he left Arizona. Because they were like, listen, Carson's done. Stanton's no good. We need to draft a quarterback, Bruce. And he was basically like, I can't go through. I, I can't go. I'm not, I'm not a rebuild type guy. Like, he knows who he is. I'm not a rebuild-type guy. So they bring Tom Brady in here. They had $67 million under the cap to spend. Well, they have less of that because they just gave Brady some money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have less point. than that now. <laughs> but they're a talented football team. Remember last year, they didn't play a home game for two full months. It's ridiculous. All right? They didn't play a game for two months. And they still went 7-9. and nine. Um, I, I like this Tampa team. Listen, Cam, you mentioned it. Circa put a win total up at eight and a half before this happened for Tampa, which goes to show they like the Bucs too. They can sort of see this coming. Um, yesterday, well, we should say like earlier in the week when it, when, when, when it broke, um, because uh, nothing's live right now, guys, right? Uh, so <laughs> we won't use times. But yeah. basically, I went, the second it broke, like uh, five minutes after Brady to Tampa, I looked at the odds at FanDuel, and the Buccaneers were 26 to 1. And the Patriots were 17 to 1. Adjusted right now, Cam, as we speak, now that everyone knows it's official because I beat people to the punch at 26 to 1. Uh, now the Buccaneers are uh, 18 to 1. Ooh. The Bucs are 18 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, and the Patriots are 20 uh, to 1. Now, let's not forget, Cam. Because, listen, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like, the world uh, is, you know, the world's coming to an end <laughs> type of stuff. Yeah. But, so it's easy to forget little things. But they added a playoff team, right, mm -hmm. this year in the NFL. Like, there's going to be a new format, guys. There's another wild card team this year, uh, next year, coming up the next football season. There's another wild card team. And and there's going to be only one bye. So there's no two buys. No two, not two teams going to buy anymore. That's going to make it interesting late in the season. But... With an extra added playoff team, I'm going to be playing the prop cam. Will the Tampa Bay Buccaneers make the playoffs? Hell yeah. The Bucs are making the playoffs. What do you think? I, I liked them before. I think their defense actually, the, the the thing about Tampa Bay that people don't understand, their front four are killers. Big Samoan guys, you know, Tuavea from Washington, Gabe, you know him. Like, that's the thing. Like, they're already a good run-stopping team. Their problem was how do teams beat them? They beat them through the air. With Tom Brady, the only concern that I have is it's kind of the arm strength. Tampa Bay has a lot of guys that can stretch the field, but now with the weapons that they have, think about it. He still did great with just Julian Edelman and a bunch of, like, let's call it out for what is, bar barely 
NFL talent caliber receivers right there. You got Perriman, Godwin, all sorts of things. Who's going to become a, the, the possession guy? Because that's going to help. Brady's going to need that safety blanket. And once they get going, man, if he can just get those balls to those speedsters, buddy, I like the improving secondary. They're young, and you said it. With Arians, he's got a two-year window, I'm thinking. It's now or never. Yeah. And uh, I, I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers before. I got to be honest with you, though. Jameis, Jameis Winston, and I, I, I can't wait to find out where he's going because whatever team takes him, I'm probably going wins over. I really believe uh, he's going to improve big time, buddy. But, yeah, I can, I can buy into Tampa Bay. And he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. We'll get into Jameis Winston. Yeah. I'm surprised, too. I like him better than it seems like NFL GMs are liking him right now. But there's a lot of talk about, and there's, there's the, the 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 criticism was, and people doubted me when I brought up Brady to Tampa, because you just mentioned the wide receivers that they have. Perryman's a free agent. I don't think they're going to re-sign Perryman, Rashad Perryman. Yeah. Um, but so Evans, Godwin, Godwin. and O.J. Howard, you got to get O.J. Howard. And listen, you got Cameron Bray and O.J. Howard camp. Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez, Brady loves those tight ends. And They've always underutilized O.J. Howard on that team, man. Now they better get the freaking ball to Howard a bit more. They have two tight ends to use. But people who said, oh, Brady can't throw that bomb to Mike Evans and stuff, Brady can still throw the ball down the field. He's not in a wheelchair. Let's not, let's not over-exaggerate things. Yeah. He didn't have anyone to throw the ball down to. Listen, he's not a great deep passer, and he's not throwing at 60 yards, but he can still throw 35-40 you know, down the field. But... Dude, all those guys are still good after the catch. Like, you know, now they're just going to do more slant type of stuff. They're going to add some of the New England plays into the mix. It'll be a solid offense. They'll be a good football team. The win total was eight and a half. Only Circo, they were the only ones that had win totals up. But FanDuel does have the futures up right now. Listen, Super Bowl might be a little bit ambitious, but yeah. Tom Brady's going to have some success with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But you and I agree. They would have had success anyways. And in fact... I think they, you know. I'm going to say it, Dave, because I know well, you're thinking it. I know you're just thinking it. Him back. I might get, I, I hope the people at Sports Grid don't fire me. I like, I prefer Winston, like with a, with a burr under his saddle. But he's not, he can't. It's, the party's over. This guy, this organization. He turned it over too off. much for them, That's, man. Yes, they he did. They just had enough. You know they what I mean? did have enough. But you know what? Some other team's going to reap the reward. You talked about it. No booze. I like him. Working out. The guy's doing like drills on the ground like a crab, running through tires. He is so pissed off at the way things are going. Imagine you were putting put yourself in his situation. Oh, we'll give anything to Tom Brady. You were the quarterback for this team. But let's remember, you're right. The interceptions are a nightmare. Still led the league in passing yards. There's a lot to like about Jameis Winston and an angry Jameis Winston. Yeah, exactly, man. He's 25 years old. He's only going to get better, in my opinion. He's got the LASIK surgery. I think people are sleeping on him. If he goes, mentioned, guys, the thing with Jameis Winston, big Mm -hmm. partier in college, life is good, life is easy, he's better than everybody, he's on a great program. Goes to the NFL, year one, he was pretty good. You know what's weird about Winston? He never really got much better until this year. But right away, he was sort of, he belonged in the NFL. But you can see, and if there's one thing me and Cam know, it's people's lifestyle. And I could tell all the time about Winston. I was, I tell, I could tell. This guy drinks a lot. People, how can you tell? The baggy eyes, Cam, his pudgy cheeks. He was pudgy. He was. He was always sort of tight. You can see him sweating a lot. Like, it, you know, it it takes a boozer to nose a boozer. And you and I, I could, we knew. Like, (laughs) I was like, not only does he drink, he's an alcoholic. He drinks like, a lot. Let's just call it off what it is. He's and you know what? He admitted it after the Uber thing, Cam. Remember, like two years, a year and a half ago, he was so wasted. He said after, I don't even remember, man. And like, there was video footage of him. He grabbed. He sort of reached in. You know, he was a little. And he said, "That's enough. You got. I, I've had it. Like, I'm embarrassed now for real." And he did stop drinking. You can see he got better on the field. Then suddenly he's ripped a bit more. He, you can tell. You can tell when people stop drinking. Like his face became normal. You could tell his eyes weren't glossy anymore. Like everything was coming together for the guy. And now you see Cam. You mentioned it, he's taken up to a new level where he's a workout guy now. He was never a workout guy. Yeah. Now he's lifting weights. He's doing things and stuff. And people are like, "Oh, he's had five years. He had his chance. He's 25." The guy's got experience. He's been there. He's been through stuff. I like him. And I tell you what, if I was the Chargers, I would sign him. 
Oh, that's, if you're the, I would sign him. The Chargers should be calling him right now and say, let's get a deal done. Because I'll tell you something. So Rivers to the Colts, whatever, that's going to be a perfect fit for a guy who's going to end up there. You have an instant there. upgrade, you get Winston there. Exactly. I think, I, you know what? I'm going to tell you something, Gabe. If Winston goes to the Chargers, I will bet them Super Bowl futures. I know everyone's going to talk Mahomes in Kansas City, whatever, but that was the problem. Every time the Chargers did something, Philip Rivers between the 20s was an absolute train wreck. Winston, hey, Philip Rivers turned over the ball. The difference is Winston throws a better ball. He's younger. He actually, the thing is, he made crazy mistakes. And other times, Philip Rivers was doing it all the time with that team. I'm telling you, whatever it is, their wins total over if he signs with the Bolts. I'd love it. And that's a perfect fit and a perfect situation for him. He's running out of situations, though, right now. You know, it's, it's you yeah, know. Guys are signing everywhere. <laughs> Mariota, Mariota went to, uh, to, to the Raiders. I like that. Uh, me too. He's kind another guy. Sneaky. He's another guy. They came mm-hmm. in together. They're both not done yet. And people seem to, you know, you and I have been around a while, but people discount these quarterbacks right away. And how many people laughed and laughed and laughed last year, bro, when Ryan Tannehill signed with the Titans? Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's, what, who cares? Oh, Tannehill, he sucks. Oh. Yeah, Tannehill just got $118 million. Tannehill just won eight and three as a starter. People laugh at Nick Foles, man. The guy won a Super Bowl. Um, I, I brought up Carson Palmer earlier. I remember, listen, Carson Palmer was, you know, not a superstar, star guy with the Bengals. Went to the Raiders. He wasn't that good with the Raiders. It was like, he no. looked like a journeyman. It was like, yeah, he's kind of coming to an end. Goes to Arizona, catches lightning in a bottle, bro. Goes 13-3, and three, has a couple of great years under Bruce Arians. Um you know, we can go on and on, man, about quarterbacks getting a second wind uh, after Cam, just being in the right place, the right, you know, the right situation. You know, going back a ways, this is a while ago, but my boy uh, Jim Harbaugh. Remember yeah. Harbaugh with the Bears was whatever, but remember at the end of his career, Colts. he had that magical run with the Colts. Oh, it was fantastic. I love that Colts team. Yeah, they went into Pittsburgh, won that playoff game. The playoff he, game, yeah. He went was KC. fantastic. And here's another thing. Here's another thing about the situation with Tannehill. The guy was a receiver in college. Everything from this point up is better, better, better. It took him so much longer. The fact that he's this good as a quarterback now just tells you what kind of athlete he is, Morenci. He's great. That's he's insane. a stud. He is a stud. I That's love that That's why guy. the Titans were like, yeah, we could, because Brady probably would have went there. Yeah. Yeah, we never know with Brady, but word was he actually did. Like, he was very interested in going to play for Vrabel. But Vrabel told him, I love you, Tom, but nah. Tannehill's 30 years old. He just won eight and three. Our teammates love him, and... You know what I mean? We uh, And it sounds crazy that a team would pick you know, Tannehill over Brady, but here we are. It also sounds crazy that we'd all be in lockdown uh, right now, too. Right? <laughs> Life comes at you fast, bro. What sure can I does. say? All right, so this is Game Time Decisions, coronavirus uh, edition. Uh, but we're safe. You're safe. Let's keep everybody safe. Uh, thank God for the NFL to give us, uh, give us something to uh, distract ourselves uh, from the craziness that's going on out there. Game Time Decisions continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Get on the grid. SportsGrid. This is Game Time Decisions. We're throwing it down. I am Marenzi, of course, with the raging redhead, Cam Stewart. We're talking NFL uh, football. It's been quite a week in the National uh, Football League. So to, to reset things here a little bit, Tom Brady, now a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers, 18-1 uh, to 1, uh, to win the Super Bowl. And one thing I'll say, Cam, about Brady, and I think Brady was interested in the Chargers as well. And you and I talked. We'll get to Winston's situation in a couple of minutes. But you, we, you know, I think Brady was intrigued by Los Angeles. Yet... Um, if you if if you look at that division, you mentioned it. They have Mahomes there. Um, it's the AFC. There's some pretty good football teams in the AFC. You know, you look at the division that he goes to in the NFC South Camp. That is the division in a National Football League, up which is yeah, it's the most up and down on a yearly basis. And in fact, look at the timeline. The Falcons were in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Now they're done. Uh, the Panthers were in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. They're in rebuild mode. Yep. Um, 
The um, the New Orleans Saints have sort of been a consistent one. But they but never they, get over the hump. <laughs> nah, they hit the wall all the time. I'm just saying, you can go from worst to first in that division easily, year by year. Like, Tampa could win that division next oh, year. Oh, I'm actually going to put a bet on Tampa Bay to win that division. The only other team that can beat them is the Saints. And you have to remember something. Drew Brees isn't getting any younger either, right? He signed that deal. He's losing some speed off his uh, fastball there. I know they have Michael Thomas, but no, I don't think anybody else in. What do yeah, they do? Exactly. They didn't do what are the Saints doing, right? You're going to you lose Bridgewater. It's fine. So it's Drew Brees. I, I'll tell you, I there's enough good quality players on Tampa Bay to make me think that they can win that division game. We'll see what the numbers is. But you know what? I, I've always liked the Bucs with Winston, with Brady, with whatever. And, uh, we see that uh, Nick Foles has gone to the Bears. I don't know what the hell that team is doing there, buddy. But, like, Nick Foles was good with the Eagles, and it was a magical run. Me and you, let's give ourselves the Barry Horowitz, buddy. What did we see on game-time decisions? We were adamant. It was not going to work well in Jacksonville. It was a Philadelphia yeah. system. What did we learn? That Gardner Minshew doing, you know, porno on the side, basically. Hey, everybody. He basically became more popular than Foles. Foles is not the guy. He goes to the Bears. I don't think he's the answer for Chicago either. It was a good uh, system. It was a good system that he worked with in Philadelphia, but I don't know what the hell the Bears franchise is doing, man. I guess they just need somebody to battle Trubisky, but, you know, Foles as a starter, I'm not, I'm not convinced, buddy. What's your take on that situation? You know, I thought it's funny. So Nick Foles goes to the Chicago Bears for a fourth-round pick. How the hell do they get a fourth-round pick for him? That's what I want to know. <laughs> he makes a lot of money, too. Like, yeah, I got I to gotta hand it to Foles. He's like the guy, you know, it's just, hey, I, I, he won a Super Bowl. You can't take a, anything away. But really, when you look at his career path from, like, Arizona to the NFL and, like, whatever, like, he's made a lot of money, Gabe, for really, like. You know I, what, Cam? You know what Nick Foles is? He's a classic case of why it pays to be a religious man. Exactly. Good call. It's like he's help him get more bread. Yeah, like he really is religious for real. Like when he retires, he wants to be like a, a minister. He goes, oh, I'm gonna open my own church. Like he's really serious about it. And you look, like you said, he's blessed. He's an at, worse than average quarterback that's made like 140 million dollars and won a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Does Ryan Fitzpatrick go to church? Because he, he he's made a lot of money over his years too. I thought though, <laughs> you know what's interesting about Nick Foles. And I saw Dave Portnoy, the guy from Barstool. He's a big uh, Boston guy, obviously. Um, he was saying, you know, let's bring Nick Foles into the Patriots. You know, he beat us sort of, you know, and sort of that veteran quarterback. But, you know, is it crazy? I, you can't imagine Bill Belichick with Jameis Winston, bro. That's like a TV show, The Odd Couple. I agree. That's, that'd be a, great TV that's show. a recipe for Jameis Winston and Bill Belichick <laughs> together. It'd be like, just Bill, like, Jameis. When, like, imagine them watching tape. He'd be like, Jameis, I don't understand, like, why you would throw it here when, like, he's covered. <laughs> He'd be like, look, he's wide open over here. Then again, Gabe, then again, he dealt with Gronk, right? Gronk was always a thorn in his side, right? But the difference was Brady needed Gronk and the, the importance of the tight end in the Patriots system. But I don't know. Would reform Jameis? I think, though, Cam, what about this? I don't think they can do Jameis because Jameis is a big contract and Jameis whatever. And then maybe Jameis overplays hand a little bit because Jameis put it out there. He wants 35, 40 mil. He ain't playing for cheap. So we'll see if it backfires. But would Cam Newton be a one-year deal, two-year deal with the Patriots? You think Belichick would say, you know what, I'll bring Cam Newton in? I can't see it. I can't see it either. I And I hate it's to gonna say It's going to be our boy Andy Dalton in the end. Everyone laughed <laughs> at that, huh? I know. It's, it's going to be Dalton. The red rifle. He's going to save the Patriots. I don't know. But it's so funny. Like, I kind of look... You know, you look at these quarterbacks and stuff. Like, I look at Cam Newton like our horse conflict diamond. Once he got hurt, he's not the he's not the same no, guy anymore. He know. was winning that race by nine lengths. He was unstoppable. He was Superman. Now I look at Cam Newton as a guy that is a – and Gabe, no, I, I don't blame him, but you're saying this. When you don't – and you brought this up a long time ago. You're not going to dive on that b damn ball in the Super Bowl. After that, it's like, okay, so the injuries on top of that, he's taken so many hits – He's a guy, I, I hate to say it, like, I think he's done. Like, I, I wouldn't even want him on my team for 
what he was. It's just one of those things I don't like. The I, I don't think you know what the problem with Cam Newton is, and I like him. He's a good guy. I think so too. He got screwed over. They should have done this earlier too. They played him there. They beat him up. They beat him up hard. Um, I think Cam Newton's going to end up with um, with the Redskins. Rivera's there. They have Haskins. Makes sense. To sort of come in here, teach Haskins. I, they don't think Haskins is ready. It's sort of a good fit. But the problem, and you called it too, the thing, and I love Cam Newton, but the thing with Cam Newton is he's not mobile anymore. He can't run the, the fear. Cam Newton, when, when his MVP mode, the problem was, holy crap, he's 6'5", nearly 6'6". He's 248 pounds of muscle, and he's running at me. He was bigger than linebackers, and he was never fearful. Cam didn't run out of bounds, man. He'd run people no. over. People didn't want to deal with him. Like, even linebackers were like, oh, God, we got to deal with this guy. Yeah, and Cam that. Newton knew it, but his knees took a beating along the way. So he can't, he can't really take that punishment. He's older now. He can't scramble like this. Number two, exactly. he's had shoulder surgery and arm problems. He's lost arm strength. Number three... He was never accurate. Exactly. <laughs> so even yeah, in his best of times, you're he right. used to just zing it like 10 feet high and guys would have to like really get crazy to catch it, right? He's as he's a cannon, but he's never been very accurate. So you're not accurate, you've lost your arm strength and you can't scramble anymore. It's a bad combination. Yes, it's a horrible, <laughs> co it's a horrible combination. No, and that's the thing. He played the game like a linebacker for many years, but- You know who like reminds me of Cam? Eric Lindros. You know yeah. what I mean? Is that a good comparison? Yes. He crashed around. He banged. He was damn good. But yeah. it's like, bro, it's done. You can't that's play a, anymore. That's actually like, a very good comparison. Like, Lindros did it for when they were at the Legion of Doom. You're right. Like, when you played the Flyers with him, Renberg, and they, they murdered guys. LeClaire, they were huge men. <laughs> and then they just buried over you, right? Like the But everybody guys, said at the time, you can't play this style forever. No. Like, you no. can't, like... Yeah, and they, it was just, it was too much. And then look, he got flatlined by, by Stevens. Stevens and party's <laughs> over. Yeah, no, it's, it's what happens when you're a big guy like that. You could dominate for a while, but when a big man loses his speed, and that's the thing. Cam Newton, if he was still had the foot speed, I would take a chance on him, Gabe, but you're right. He can't run the and way he did. Dude, it's a good point. Yeah. So it slows him, all the tendons in his knees, yeah. everything. Like Everything's heavier on him. When you're a big man, it's harder to do but things. But he's been Why off for a little while. I'd like to yeah. see him throw a football now. I would. I'd like to see. I'd like to say, all right, Cam, throw it 30 yards, and then say, all right, throw it 40 yards, throw it 50 yards. I want to see him in increments. And the thing is, it will. Man, look at all the interception before he got hurt, bro. I remember there was that game, man. It was like there guys are wide open in Pittsburgh in the end zone. He's like under throwing it, like. He lost his arm strength. He's like a fastball pitcher that can't throw fastballs, and he doesn't have any other stuff, really. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you're you're absolutely right. The thing is, Gabe, I'm you're right. How is the layoff going to affect him? Can he gain that stuff back? But his injuries are severe, right? And this is when you know there's a problem. That Liz Frank, whatever injury, I'm not a doctor, basically foot thing, it was supposed to be, or it just got worse. Like, they didn't bring him back, didn't bring him back. He's like, I'm not going to play. Like, the thing was, it was supposed to be a window of time where he was going to play. He wasn't even close to playing again. So that tells you, even with the time off, I'm not sure if he can play in the league again. He'll get murdered. Well, you and I are both big fans of Teddy Bridgewater. And uh, Teddy Bridgewater goes to Carolina. Nice I fit with Matt Rule. I don't like how they handled it. But I'll tell you what, this new owner, this new owner of the Panthers, I guarantee you, bro, he's like Daniel Snyder. This he's, he's the new though. Jerry Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just he's a meddlesome guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a meddlesome guy. He's rich. He thinks he knows everything. It, it's, it's you're gonna see. Um, but listen, they, I don't have a problem with them getting rid of Cam Newton. You're bringing in a new coach. Luke Keekley retired. Greg Olson's gone. Like, it's it's almost awkward if Cam would have been there. You know right. what I mean? Like, he would have been the one. They got rid of Eric Reed. Like, they, it's pretty clear the message that they were sending. And I don't have a problem with it. My problem is, you should have told Cam Newton this like a month ago. So, basically, Cam Newton could have told other teams, hey, listen, I'm going to be available. Like, there's not a lot of spots left now. Like, they played him over. And plus, he's damaged good. So, he's in a weird spot. But it's a cold world. The NFL is a cold world. And, you know, the real world is a cold world. We all get it. So, but you look at the Carolina Panthers now, bringing in Teddy Bridgewater, I like it. 
I mean, he's a reliable guy. He's solid. So you've got Bridgewater. you got McCaffrey. You've got some nice young wide receivers there, Cam. Um, there's something to build on with the Carolina Panthers. But one thing with Matt Rule, and we've seen a common pattern with this with Matt Rule, is that it usually takes him three years, Cam. That's a long like, time that in the NFL, Gabe. I know. not college anymore. <laughs> I know. But if you notice, right, that's the deal. And his second year, he gets better. And then that third year, it's like, oh, okay, now he's 11-1 and one in college or whatever. He yeah, three years, people are going to start being uh, whatever, bro. He has two years. He has this year and the following year. <clears throat> to me, Carolina, eh, I don't think they're terrible. Their win total was low. There wasn't a lot of respect uh, for them, Cam, at five and a half uh, for the Panthers this year. No, it's low, too low. Here's the thing, though. It's funny. Everyone's like, oh, okay. So Carolina now, they're going to tank to try to get uh, Lawrence from Clemson. It's like, okay, so why don't you tell that to the head coach? This guy's just new there. Well, yeah, okay, we're going to lose games on purpose to try to get a quarterback from Clemson from the Carolina area to be the next quarterback. You know what? They just might be that bad. They'll do it themselves because they could try and still lose games. That's what it, It's what you talk about with the media. It's like the stories that they come up with are absolute trash. Stuff comes out out of the blue. Carolina, though, they're a bad football team. Without McCaffrey, sure, he's a fantasy guy, Gabe, but there's so many parts of that team. They're older. They're bad. They're a fa they're fade material. They are time. the worst like, team I, in the division. I, I, oh, yes. I think they're, they're going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. And no offense to Teddy Bridgewater. You know, you do, you do it on the Saints, but now the weapons that you have, you got him and McCaffrey. They got some good receivers there, but I just, I, I just look at this team defensively, aging. There's nothing to me that I, I look at Carolina and say, nah. Not, not, not for me, not the Panthers. I think it's going to be a lot of growing pay, uh, pains for Rule, big time. All right, so uh, FanDuel has some odds up. Um, Cam Newton, which team will it be uh, playing for next year? Washington Redskins, plus 125. They're the favorites. So look, Ron Rivera, former Carolina Panthers coach, is yep. there uh, now. Uh, New England Patriots, plus 170, Cam. So they believe. Yeah, and the odds <laughs> makers are usually pretty good with this stuff, right? They so. Are. I know it's because, listen, they're out of teams and the Patriots need a quarterback, but still, plus 170, I'm telling you, I wouldn't be shocked, bro, if Cam Newton's a New England Patriots quarterback. It, it's actually interesting. A beat-up Cam Newton, you know, you look at Tom Brady, he can't move. Cam Newton's been beat up. He can't move. You, you got If you got a good offensive line, he can stay in the pocket, do some things. It actually makes a lot of sense. Out of all the teams there, Gabe, those are the only two teams I can see him going to. Doesn't Dalton, though? Dalton's Dalton. a better fit there. In my opinion, Dalton's a better oh, fit. Dalton, yes. Yes, he is. And I, I, Dalton, I think Dalton's going to be the guy, but they don't have odds up for Dalton. <laughs> so they have the Redskins plus 125. Patriots are plus 170. Uh, Miami Dolphins plus 250. No. Jacksonville Jaguars 9-1. to one. No. No. Raiders 10-1. to one. I've always bought into the Raiders. What's the deal with Derek Carr? Well, Derek Carr, you bring in Mariota there. I don't know what the I don't know what the what the plan is, right? You I got know. Mariota. They, ah, man, I don't know what the Raiders. <laughs> it's interesting. Then they picked up like three old Dallas Cowboys too. They're like, hard they, to predict, like the Raiders. Sure what, like are. what their mindset is. Yeah. Are they about to cut Carr? Like once they like the the cap, whatever. You they could be playing games. You know what I mean? Because that's the thing, guys. Not everything is set yet, right? It, it was an explosion out of the gate here. Normally, there's trades like around the draft, and even in the summer, guys get cut and all this. It was just sort of accelerated this year kind of quickly. I mean, they didn't, Cam, I don't think they brought Marcus Mariota to Vegas to be a backup. I, I think I, I think they want him to play over Carr. I don't think they like Carr. I don't think Gruden likes Carr. Carr, the thing is, but where, what, what, like, what team does Carr? you know, bring over the edge or help that much? Is he like, what, what, like out of the team's left, the Chargers won't go, hey, Carr, you're our new guy. That's out of the question. Like, that's not happening. Uh, I don't even know. Would you bring Carr to New England? I was thinking that. That actually makes a little bit of sense, too. That's the only Would you sense. rather have Carr or Dalton? In New England's offense, I'd rather have Dalton. Crazy as that sounds. Dalton would be perfect with Bill Belichick. I agree. Belichick would just tell him, throw here, do this, yeah, don't think. Exactly. Slant. Everything's a slant. He can't throw an interception on a slant. He'll find a way. He'll find a way. But I don't know. It's amazing how Derek 
Carr's stock has fallen, but like what other team like puts him over the edge? Like none of them do. I can see Carr in a Patriot uniform though. I can picture it. Yeah, yeah I mean, he can, you know, he can. It's not going to be Jared Stidham. They're not. Bill Belichick's like 70 years old. He can't think that Jared Stidham's his guy. Hey, we'll get into the Buffalo Bills. Hey. As, as a Bills fan, I hope uh, I hope he thinks Stidham is the guy. That's what I hope. Me too. Starting quarterback New England, Stidham, yes. The best is the best is only in Buffalo. Like there's like crisis in the world. It's like and the Patriots don't have Tom Brady. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. You see that? That was the bear. The bear of Buffalo is like, I want the seniors to stay in. I want everyone in the town to be nice. We have an emergency, but he goes on the plus side. Tom Brady's gone. <laughs> Yay! People yeah, start clapping. I counsel. Like, yeah, he gave some voters with that line. All right, we'll take a quick break here. Game time decisions uh, on, uh, on remote continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. Get on the grid. I am Dave Lorenzi. We're throwing it down with the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. We're talking NFL uh, football. There's some other stuff I want to get into, like... Because, you know, everyone's stuck inside right now. There's no sports. Uh, and so people are coming up uh, with different uh, different arguments, debates, uh, having fun, different things. And I saw someone put together a bracket cab of old-school sitcom theme songs. Ooh, theme yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't mind. Maybe we'll check into that in a couple of minutes. But uh, we have to talk about Bill O'Brien and his stupidity. Yeah. And... So it's it's unbelievable. As everyone knows, DeAndre Hopkins gets traded um, to the to the Arizona Cardinals for David Johnson and uh, and a second round pick. Unreal. So didn't even get a first round pick. No, pathetic. Somehow the Vikings got like six picks from the Bills or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what guy, like what is what is this guy doing? You said a game like. We never like like Bill O'Brien's been always one of those guys like never takes a chance and when he does it never feels the right time you know the gambler at the yeah, blackjack yeah, yeah. Table, the worst he's not really going it. on it he doesn't want to do it but he's like oh I didn't do it before fourth and inches don't get it like everything he does it's never a natural reaction he's like you guys got the key to the city and like hey, somebody in Houston in the secondary role needs to step up and say Bill you can't be running this franchise anymore what you did you basically put us into the ground now. If I'm Deshaun Watson and other guys on that team, like Will Fuller, I, I, what the hell is this guy doing, Marenzi? I think it's nuts. As for David Johnson, he's going to be hurt again, probably. But I love what Arizona's doing. Even before all this stuff happened, I have my little things like, wins over, Arizona. Like, I know that division. Seattle's in there. They were good before. I still believe, like, you know, you got Kenyon Drake. He was good, actually, in that system. Kyler Murray, another year under his belt. Now you throw DeAndre Hopkins in there. That team has an infusion of positivity. Cliff Kingsbury is going to get even better. I'm telling you, watch out for the Cardinals. Cheap, cheap. It might happen earlier than later, buddy. I love their wins over. Wish I could bet it. I like the Arizona Cardinals a lot. Um, if you look at the Arizona Cardinals last year, too, it was funny. Earlier in the year, everyone coming into the year, everyone, all oh, Kingsbury can't coach defense. What's he doing? All that stuff. I questioned it. And Yeah, me too. And But the thing is, I caught on early, Cam, in training camp even, they were like, nah, he's not a cocky kid. He's got veteran coaches. He listens to people. He listens to players. He basically, like, he respects people. You know what someone said I read about Kingsbury? Some defensive guy said, they said, you know what about Cliff is cool? They said he knows what he doesn't know. He's not one of these guys that thinks he knows everything. He basically yep. said, all right, what should we do here on defense about this, right? Like, he was very, like, open with the coaching staff and stuff. Good. And they like him. But if you look at Arizona, it was funny, Cam. Earlier in the year, their offense sucked and their defense was good. I know. <laughs> Remember, like, they went to Baltimore? They lost 13-6. They hung around. Their offense used to move the ball early in the year between the 20s and then settle for field goals because they were a spread offense. They didn't have anyone tall to throw it to. Now they have Hopkins. So, and, and, and Murray struggled a little bit early. He was good, but he struggled a little bit just figuring things out. Then suddenly, he figured it out. But if you notice, Arizona were a covering machine last year, actually. They, sure they had were. the fourth-best record ATS in the NFL. 
uh, nine, five, uh, nine, five and two against the spread. Very impressive, which goes to show they were battling. They were in football games. They were talent challenged and they battled and with a rookie coach that was 33 years old that everyone laughed at with a little short quarterback that everyone laughed at. Now they bring in DeAndre Hopkins. They're more experienced. There's a lot to like about Arizona moving forward. And I tell you, Cam, as the offense started to click a little bit, you can see that Murray started to get it, but they didn't really have any weapons to work with. And then in the last couple of weeks of the season, they got tired. They yeah. hit a wall. They were injured. Like a and college then, team. They yeah, they, they, they hit the a wall a little bit. But bringing in Hopkins, I like what they're doing. Now, as far as Hopkins in Houston, this goes back. And, and so the old owner, he passed away, McNair. He was the owner. He was the one years ago that said, we can't let the inmates run the prison. Yeah, great. Instead of saying the the uh, the the uh, the, uh, the patients run the asylum, yeah, exactly. he said the inmates run the prison. Yeah, and basically a lot of players are pretty offended. He had to apologize, but it wasn't the first sort of semi-racist thing that that guy had said over the years. Okay, so DeAndre Hopkins basically called him out on it. And, like, he was the one that was most upset. Remember, like, they, they weren't going to play even? They were like, you know what? I'm yeah, not going to show exactly. up. Like, there, yeah, there was a story, like, we don't want to play right now for this yeah. guy because he, he pisses us off. Exactly. Yes. Why are we even playing for this guy type of thing? Yep. Hopkins was at the forefront of that. Hopkins was also at the forefront of bitching about Kaepernick often, that they never signed Kaepernick. And they used to roll in some pretty bad quarterbacks there over the years. Uh, like, you name every stiff quarterback in the league's played for, for Bill O'Brien. And it's, oh, never Kaepernick's a good fit, blah, blah, Tom, blah, blah. Let's go through. We have Tom Savage. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember. Ravage Yates, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, train wreck. <laughs> oh, don't, oh, let's not forget. Like, also, you go to Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien gave $70 million to Brock Osweiler. Oh, yeah. Another point. Man. I remember guy. Bill O'Brien's supposed to be a quarterback guy, and you yeah, gave yeah. all that money to Osweiler. It's funny, all these quarterback guys, it's the opposite. John Elway, too. It's kind of yeah. like, what are these, all these guys, quarterback guy? You're the opposite of a quarterback guy. But continue, Gabe, you're right. Uh, this organization so, got problems. There was a lot of frustration. Never mm -hmm. mind the fact that Bill O'Brien's a bad coach. And you can see, man, like Hopkins would throw his helmet sometimes. He was cool. And Hopkins was so good. He was like the best wide receiver and put up big numbers with terrible quarterbacks. Yeah. And he, he, you know, he never bitched publicly or anything. So Michael Irvin says that Hopkins told him, and I'm quoting Michael Irvin here, Hopkins told me it was a bit of a power struggle there because Bill O'Brien thought he had too much influence over the locker room. He called DeAndre into a meeting to talk about this. In that meeting, he started the meeting with telling DeAndre Hopkins this, and it blew my mind when Hopkins told me this. He said, they told DeAndre, hey, the last time I had to have a meeting like this, it was with Aaron Hernandez. I was like, he put you... He put Aaron Hernandez and you in the same thing in the meeting? He said, yes, he did. He called me Aaron Hernandez. Michael, it blew my mind that he would even mention Aaron Hernandez's name to me. I've never been in trouble in my life. I don't even know why he equated me with Aaron Hernandez. And from there, the meeting deteriorated. He got into talking about DeAndre Hopkins because DeAndre Hopkins has a few kids with different women. He told DeAndre that he doesn't like that and that, his baby, uh, that he doesn't like having his uh, baby mamas around the stadium. And from there, I think the relationship went bad. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It went <laughs> yeah, yeah, from there it went bad. <laughs> it, went, it went great. <laughs> Bill O'Brien's a moron. You take, you're, so you're alienating the best player on your team, arguably. And it tells you how much they hate each other. Watson went to Clemson. Uh, you know, both. Uh, you know, and Hopkins went to Clemson. Like, you're getting rid of these two. Like, it, it had to be Gabe basically, F you, see you later, we're done, get me out of this town. If I was Hopkins. Deshaun, I wouldn't want to play for this guy anymore. No, 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 no. I wouldn't and you, and you mentioned it. So he's the general manager. So let's, so let's put this in context, too. So McNair, before he died, called Bill O'Brien into the office uh, like two years ago, Cap, two and a half years ago, and said, for all the talent that we have, we can't be nine and seven all the time. And he said, you've been here a while and every year we're nine and seven. So, and it was like the, the, the owner, the owner's kid and like the GM at the time there, except the GM got fired. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the GM got fired in some weird deal with the Patriots. He went to a wedding and they were yeah. like, I don't know, it was Tampa or whatever. The Pretty GM sure. got fired. The owner died. The old man died. Yeah. 
Bill O'Brien's the last one left standing. Well, that's the thing. Who said if Bob McNair dies, Bill O'Brien gets the keys <laughs> yes. to the castle? Was it in his will? Like, it makes no sense to me. Like, you can't tell me. In a company, even, you need somebody who they watches the watch. They fire the him, and yes. the guy dies. Like, if McNair knew right now that Bill O'Brien was running the team, he's yeah. spinning in his grave. Oh, of course he is. He yeah. wanted this guy fired, and now O'Brien's trading the best players. Like, and so the thing is, so guys, like, I don't even know who owns the Texans anymore. The family does, whatever. So I don't know. Like, there's not actually, like, a Mendelssohn sum, because if there was, O'Brien would be fired. Yep. So I don't know who it is, like, whatever, the family trust, whoever owns this team. Basically, O'Brien's there. And then they told O'Brien last year, Cam, to lead the search for a GM. He's searching for his own boss. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then he came back this year, Cam, and said, I couldn't find anybody. Yeah. And they were like, all right, you do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Like, Bill O'Brien. Like, like, it doesn't make, like, no, 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 I don't, I don't know what kind of, does he know where the bodies are buried? Like, what's he know? Like, what, what's going on here? He wasn't even that successful. Like, he was bad before. I I'm telling you one thing, Gabe, and we just take this in gambling terms. Houston Texans wins under. They're going nowhere like, next year, that team. Like, what did Bill O'Brien ever really do? Like, you know, like, the best job he ever did was at Penn State. He was the first coach after the Sandusky stuff. Yeah. And even then, he went six and six. Whatever. You know, whatever the hell it was. Like, way yeah. better. He might be a jerk, but he's way better oh, than yeah, Bill O'Brien. Way better. They're not even in the same league. That's it. Now, Bill O'Brien has been... When I think of mediocrity, that's somebody that you'd put there. And I'll tell you something, when the NFL draft, which is still going on, like what's Houston going to do in the draft? This guy, this guy running the show, I'd be, I'd be scared. Like this franchise is going well, nowhere. I'm thinking, but no, now. Cam, I'm thinking, no, and this is the only thing. We have to wait it out because there are, you know, NFL isn't over yet, man. Like there's a lot of scenarios out here. True. And Odell Beckham's not happy in Cleveland. Everyone knows he's not happy in Cleveland. He wants out. Houston have the money now. There's no way in hell Houston can't replace DeAndre Hopkins with another star think, receiver. I'm going to tell you with Bill O'Brien and what he said to Hopkins. I know. That's the thing. He's going to want to deal with that, that, that type of stuff. Hey, so the first meeting. We know, Dell, you've been nothing but a problem with New York and you never shut up. And you wear a $2,000 watch. Do you want to be a Texan? Like, he'll just click, shut like that's the thing. No, no, yeah. You know what, Cam? Bill O'Brien needs to be fired now. Like he can't, he can't handle this draft on his own. Exactly. Like he needs to be replaced. He's he's hurting the franchise in major ways, man. Not that's to mention, he was the coach who just blew a twenty-four nothing lead and yeah. couldn't even cover our teaser. Yeah, don't think Houston's successful. But when Buffalo was winning that game, as you know too, like this this franchise, when I look at them, it's just like I I just I'll never bet on Houston. It's no, just they're, one of those they're never they're, winning. They're, they're, they're just, they are who they are. They're always supposed to be better. They always underachieve, and they're going to get worse and worse, buddy. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. They kiss, they kiss JJ Watt's ass, and he can't even play anymore. No, it's ridiculous. What's he getting more money? It's just, yeah, yeah. Whatever. They're, they're going to see, they're going to make JJ Watt. They're going to give him like a 10 year contract <laughs> extension, even though he's done. They're like, <laughs> well, well, he's a good guy. He gave some money on yeah. GoFundMe once. Yeah, like, great guy. <laughs> That's all I hear is this guy. Oh, he gave money. Another big story. He gave money. There's lots of people giving money that you don't hear about. Why is he always at the top of the list? But anyway, I digress. That's for another show. It's like this guy who gets treated like God or something. You don't think other athletes are giving money who have a hell of a lot less? Crazy. So let, me, let me ask you, uh, Cam, not to uh, depress you, but you know, we, you can see a lot of cancellations coming, but I think a lot of you golf guys sort of held out hope. It's outside. No one's around. It's fine. Uh, actually, uh, like, because they said they were coming back uh, MCI Heritage, and I got excited, right? The old Tartan tournament. It's a lot of fun. Then I see they're, they're, they're closing four more. Gabe, you know what the problem is, too? The next major in San Francisco, Harding Park, one of the, hardest hit, one of the hardest hit areas in the United States. Exactly. California is getting ravaged. We talked to Whale Capper about it. Golf might as well be, yeah. Like, uh, they pushed the Ryder Cup back already. Everything's pushed yeah, everything's back. Everything's going back, yeah. Like the, the, the Masters, like, what are you going to play it in September? Yeah, like, the Kentucky I, Derby, September. Yeah, I know. September I know. the 5th. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. That's the first Saturday of college football, actually. Here's the thing. If I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I could tell you something. The first week of September could be a lot of fun if things can just go, like, I don't know yeah. if it's going to happen. 
from that time. But think about it. College football, NFL, Kentucky Derby. It'll be like the new April, Gabe. Think about it. Now, the Meadowlands, the Meadowlands hung on for as long as they could before the governor shut them down. Um, governor shut down, Governor Phil Murphy shut down all racetracks and casinos in the state of New Jersey. Um, so, you know, people were asking me, where do you think uh, Felix the Cat? Where's Callaway right now? What's Lindsay doing? What, what's up with the pigeon? And, you know, what I told these guys, <laughs> I told <laughs> these guys, because people are like, what are they doing? And you can attest to this. That's why I want to bring it up to you. We only got about two and a half, three minutes, but it's true, Cat. I said, you know, guys, I told the guys asking me, I said, you guys might think, I said, the way that they look, that they're not technological and stuff. I said, you never seen these guys around a machine? And I told them, all those guys have the horse racing network. Oh, they all know how to place bets on their phone. They might be old and appear to be clueless, but if there's one thing they know how to do, Cam, trust me, the pigeon knows how to get a horse bet in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, yeah, think about it. They're like they're at these bars where there's only like one or two people, a dingy bar with their yeah, HPI yeah, app yeah, yeah, betting yeah. every track. That's my yeah. You're right. <laughs> Felix the cat, our boy Callaway right now, you know he's out. He's having a coffee, not talking to someone. Yep. He's probably looking at his phone. Like yep. looking at like looking at Northfield at the, the yeah, line race, yeah, whatever. Race seven, Mahoning <laughs> Valley. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I miss those guys already. It's been a short time, man. Capper's Corner was the biggest hit ever. Like, I'll tell you, Disco Dan, too, just his voice. Everything. Like, that guy is so hilarious. Like, I, I don't know where you find these guys. They're the best. Disco Dan. I laid it down on the on the Dodgers. <laughs> the, the Dodgers. <laughs> his, the Dodgers. His, his, voice, his voice is so... <laughs> I put $5 so, on the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Flyers. Flyers. You know what? Flyers. That parlay hit eh, that he had, the New York... Oh, yeah. He the never Every time he's come on the show, he's won. Well, Disco Dan's a winner. There's no way. People laugh at these guys in our chat. Yeah, Disco Dan knows more about sports than you do. <laughs> he's hot. His uh, He's come on the show. He hits everything. Parlays. Yeah, I don't know how these guys do it. Let's hope we'll see them soon, Gabe. I miss them already, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know, Cam. I think it's, it's going to be it's gonna be a couple of months. Uh, it's going to be a couple of months, uh, buddy. It will. It will. But wait, we got... We got shows to talk about. The last domino hasn't even fall. I can't wait to find out who, who's going to be the Chargers quarterback. Very interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, we've got South Korean, South Korean basketball league tipping off uh, this weekend. That's going to be pretty cool. The quality of basketball isn't bad either, guys. All right. Uh, it's, it's pretty decent basketball. Each team has like an American or two uh, on the roster. Uh, I know which teams were good and what, what, what weren't. I'm going to start doing some research in this to get ready. Uh, we have Russian hockey going on too, Cam. So keep your head up for that. We'll get some, uh, some people some picks, some weekend picks uh, as we move forward this week. But uh, thank you uh, for everybody's patience to tune in to Sports Grid. God bless you all. Stay safe. Take this seriously. Wash your hands. Stay social distancing and all that type of stuff. The longer, uh, you know, if we don't do it, the longer we don't have sports. Exactly. So uh, take care of yourself and tell people to do the same. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.